Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my fiance Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is August 22nd, 1998. It is. Uh, no time for anything other than to talk about the movie. <laughs> We're getting ready to, yeah, to We're go. Ready to, yeah, ready to go. <laughs> uh, we saw Blade. We watched Blades. No, just Blade. Blade. Not Blades. Rollerblades. <laughs> he so, could have used rollerblades. He could have used some rollerblades to like roll around that blood rave. Ew. I'm just picturing the splash. Wet rollerblades rolling through the Westiford Snipes. Okay. And what? Westiford. Uh, his name is Wesley. Wesley Sniper. What? Snipers is his full name. Okay. You're so weird. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. So he's Blade. I don't know. Steven Dorff. Who the hell's that now? The villain. Okay. Frost. Frost, yeah. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> A great way to open our review. I don't know. <laughs> Said four times. Did I say it four yeah, times? Yeah, I hope you know. <laughs> I know some things. What did you think of Blade. I loved it. Were you a fan of the comic book Blade? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, I I didn't even know it existed until this movie came out. Yeah, Marvel Comics Blade. Did Did you know about it? I knew about it. Mm. But you don't read comics. No, I don't read comics too much, no. But in the comics, Blade only has the powers. Like, the power that he gets is the ability to not be turned into a vampire. Which is, I guess, useful if you're a vampire hunter. Yeah, but that's the only power that he has, and he's white. And He is? Yes. And he's British. No. Yes. Oh, my God. And he's, like, cockney, too, so he's like, I would solely send. <laughs> well, that just, like, cha- why would they change him so much for the movie? Because if this movie was filmed with a white British <laughs> actor whose only ability was not to be able to be turned into a vampire, it would have sucked. No pun intended or pun intended? Well, actually, that was no pun intended, but I'll take it. <laughs> so I think that part of what made the movie so awesome was Wesley Snipes and just like what a commanding presence he has. And yeah. Yeah, having some, like, I don't know, geeky British white dude would have ruined it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Exactly. Could you imagine Hugh Grant? <laughs> no. Oh, no, no could you, uh, excuse me. Could you, uh, could you please not uh, not feast on that band during this program? <laughs> that would be that be that'd be perfect. He is ultra intimidating. Yeah. Like I think it was very good casting, except for being nothing like the character. You know what his performance reminded me of uh. in a good way? The Terminator. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. He had a lot of. Uh, almost robotic-like movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a lot of quick, like you know, like like quick jerky motions when I he needed to. I Think that's supposed to be like uh, his reflexes being super good or whatever. Yeah, 
Um, and yeah, he like he he projected a very stoic demeanor most of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had very little emotion in this movie. It, do you, would you say because the there's not a lot of movies made like this. Um, I mean, certainly that fucking what was that that piece of shit we watched Spawn. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, Spawn? No, I don't know. I don't remember Spawn. I think it was Spawn. It was the the guy. Oh god, we did watch Spawn. He I got remember killed now. by whatever. He was a mercenary, and he yeah, got killed by a bad movie. By Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very bad movie. So this to me is what Spawn wanted to be. Sure, I can it, see that, and it gives me a little shades of The Crow. Okay. Go watch The Crow. Yeah, I mean the darkness factor, I guess. Well, the the kind of anti-hero type thing. Sure. Um, I didn't really like The Crow that much, but I did like this movie. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Like, I I, I liked the world that they made the feel of it if i had to describe the movie in one word it would be cool yeah yeah i mean that's not a very descriptive word but i can see it but i mean that's what it is it's like it's the top cool of everything they i loved the the blood rave that's a hundred percent something that vampires of now in the 90s would do is have a blood rave. Oh, for sure. I love raves. I've only been to one rave, but it was awesome. And I like that Tracy Lords was luring the guy to a rave. Yeah, you told me a little bit about Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords, former pornographic actress. That started was when she was 16 years old. And that's gross. They banned all pretty much I think they banned all but one of her movies. The last pornographic movies. The last pornographic movie she made, I think, is the only one you can actually find in a video store or whatever. She was anymore. 18 when she made it? Yeah. Because the other ones, they, they got sued. The producers got... Once once they found out... Now, she forged her birth certificate, mm-hmm. but once they found out, the producers uh, got sued and, and everything. It was a whole big thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if she was a great forger, maybe it would be more her fault than theirs, but... Well, she was a minor, so... It's not, it wasn't, I guess it's more on them to, to, to know that she's a minor and know the documents are fake. I I guess, I don't know. Just, it seems like, you know, I always feel kind of bad for like dudes who are like, get picked up in a bar by like a 17 year old and turns out, you know, like they said they're 21 and they believed them, you know, whatever. Sure. That can happen. Yeah. Why not? Anyway. On this episode of Blade. <laughs> she told me she was 21. <laughs> She's only been a vampire for three years. So in this movie, Blade, uh, was his mother was pregnant with him. Yeah. That, when that's she, how it usually happens. When she got, when she got bit by a vampire. Uh-huh. And so when he was born, that's how he got his powers that are like vampire-like. By the way, what fucking... What vampire is feasting on a pregnant woman? Uh, Probably the fucking one that uh, was with her. Well, yeah, so Frost, if we find out later in the movie, Frost says he's the one that did it. Yeah. That was a clunky reveal where he's just like, you always were looking for the person, the the one that got your mom. And I was thinking, like, he was? Like, 
I didn't realize that that was his driving yeah. motivation, other than just like killing vampires because they're evil or whatever. But like, I didn't realize that was his driving motivation. That wasn't really hammered home in the movie. And then Frost is like, "Well, it was me," and it's like, "Oh, okay." I didn't. I didn't love the whole thing with his mom. Like, they could have just cut that shit right out. I mean, how his mom appears again at the end. Yeah, she's like, "I've been a vampire this whole time and never once contacted you, and you never heard about me being around ever." And then she was like all up in his face, like she like in this like incestuous "I'm going to kiss you" kind of thing happening. Yeah. It was gross. I didn't like it. And then he killed her. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but also, how traumatizing! Like it, the movie is two hours long. It could have been like an hour and forty five minutes and not had the sick mom stuff. Just yeah, saying. I don't think we needed that really. To yeah. be honest with you, I like when he when he found Whistler dead, either dying. I think that was more emotionally mm-hmm. impactful than his mom. It was, for sure. So, I just, I agree with you. I don't think they needed the stuff about the mom. It's enough that his mom got bit and killed when he when she was pregnant with him. And he carries that around with him. That's, yeah. that's enough. She didn't have to come back. I want to know what happened, though. Like, he's a baby. And then we fast forward to when he's, like, 13 and Whistler finds him. What happened in between? Exactly. It's like Jesus is missing years. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what else this movie reminds me of no. is the role-playing game, The Masquerade. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> unfamiliar. Because there's vampires. Sure. And they're all like different clans, and then they have like a society that they set up with rules and stuff, and like each clan has like representation, and uh-huh. so they had all these like different houses in the movie. Yeah. I do like the the vaguely European uh, like boardroom of vampires that are like we control everything. How how was it European? Because the one guy's like European, Slavic or whatever. Oh, that that the, the 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 one guy makes the whole thing European. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> I have a joking description of something, and you want to break it down with logic. <laughs> Sorry, you know, just, the, I thought the style of the room or true the fri- way they handle business meetings. True friend <laughs> of fun and jokes, logic. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, what's oh. the deal with airline food? That's not that bad. Okay, they work really up. hard. Hmm? I said they work really hard, the people that prepare the food. Sure. Seinfeld. <laughs> hey. My girlfriend's 17. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... No, I like the, the boardroom of vampires. And they're all supposed to be like Transylvanian or whatever. I This I didn't get either. He's like, he's like you're fucking half-blood or whatever. It's like... Uh, like um, it's some sort of eugenic shit or whatever. Yeah. He's like, we're, we're full blood. I was born a vampire. You were? How does that happen? Apparently, in this uh, mythology, it does. I I don't I don't think that's usual. Uh, most no, I people th- are just bitten and become vampires. I think the I think the mythology of this is that being a vampire is a race. Yeah, it's just you can infect the other person with your vampire qualities. It's like if a bear bit you. And you turned into a bear. <laughs> right. I think that's what it's supposed to be. I kind of think that's how it is in that role-playing game, too. Do you remember they made that show? We talked about it once called The Masquerade that like died right away, but it was like, kind of based on that 
role-playing game or the role-playing no. game is based on the show oh kind of yes it was yeah. like this really bad corny yeah it was like a soap opera with vampires or yeah yeah i remember yeah. that yeah so that's that's kind of the similar thing but i think they okay. they could be born there too all right well so anyway but they, it's weird i do like too there's a, there's a scene where blades all like okay uh fucking mirrors don't matter and crosses don't affect them. It's not like you fucking hear about in TV. So so ignore all that shit, all right? So silver, garlic, sunlight. <laughs> just like, he goes through the list of like just cliche stuff right, from movies. Right. right afterwards. He's like, this stuff is, is what actually works. Yeah. Oh, all the other stuff I've seen in movies? Thanks. Got it. Yeah, just, just not the crosses. Yeah. Also inviting them in, I guess. I don't know. That's true. They they could just walk in wherever they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought was really kind of bad, though, and cheesy and not great? What? That sunblock prevented them from burning up in the ah, sun. Ah, yes, sunblock. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be okay. Vampires just shouldn't be allowed in the sun. And they would, like, <laughs> they take that European vampire out and burn the fuck out of him. Like, because they're like, we're taking over now and you're dead. And, right. Uh, no explanation how they broke in, but whatever, they got in. Yeah. Uh, but to protect themselves from the sun, they fucking wear bikes, like bike helmets. And they put the visors down. It's so weird. And like, is that really all you need? Yeah. Like, what? Like, what is it about the sunlight? If it touches your skin? If it, so if you're wearing like a burqa, are you good? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it at all. But I, I think that was the worst. That was the worst scene in the movie. <laughs> Where he's got the little Asian girl. Yeah, and it seemed almost like it was like a dream or something because of the transitions and stuff. I feel like that was an addition. I feel like that was something they added. I did read in Variety that this movie originally ended where Frost turns into like a giant blood tornado. Hmm. Where he's just like this big blood tornado like sweeping up everybody, turning them into fucking vampires and like absorbing them into himself or whatever. And they tested that and test audiences were like, we really liked this, this villain frost. But then at the end of the movie, when blade faces him and he's just like a giant fucking blood tornado, it's kind of feels kind of disconnected from the rest of the movie. It feels yeah. like a completely different character. I could see that, which it kind of is. So then they refilmed things where it was mostly frost. When you see a little bit when you like, he cuts them and he like goes up and yeah. all this like blood shit and stuff, you know. Uh, so you see some peaks of it, but it's mostly frost, and I think that works a lot better than than the other would have. Or like when when somebody says frost and he's like, "Not anymore." Yeah, he exactly. got possessed by that guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think because I think Stephen Dorff's really good as yeah. the villain, and I like the back and forth between him and Blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was all like fun, you know. It was it a fun action. It's more of an action than a horror for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really find much of it scary in any ways. No, I don't think there's much element of horror in it. It's, it's so it's like an actiony comic book world, and like you said, as serious as a lot of the stuff's going on, it still felt more fun, mm-hmm. but not cheesy fun in the way that like the Batman movies have become. Right. More serious fun. And I guess there, there's some shades of Batman, too, there, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the orphan thing with the dark, like, mm-hmm. motif. I do think it's interesting that 
he gets all of the vampires' powers and basically none of their weaknesses. Well, no, he does have the weakness. He 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 needs to drink blood. That's the one thing he thirsts for blood. What is the difference between him and a vampire? Honestly, I mean, he needs. He, he can go out in the sun. He doesn't need sunblock. So he's the daywalker. That's the. I mean, but that's it. He basically is a vampire. Silver and garlic don't affect him. Because he still has. Well, okay. Are you sure? I I, I know garlic doesn't. I don't know about silver. Mm. They well, they stabbed him with silver at some point, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't disintegrate. Yeah, so I guess you're right. He didn't. He didn't Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You're right. So it's just like none of the weaknesses except for the thirst. I think. I think the thirst is a weakness. I do also like that how the hematologist, the the, the woman that they have, happens to just be a hematologist. Yeah, but that she just casually cures vampirism by the way. Yeah, but only if you've been bitten. Well, yeah, you can't be. She can't cure. She can't cure genetics. No, right. I mean, come on. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I think another way the movie could have gone was her to cure Frost since he'd been bitten. And we made such a big deal about him having been bitten and it didn't really matter. No. That he's different. Instead, he just got exploded by her hematologist bomb. Right. Wherever the fuck it was. Like 12 needles. Yeah. That's interesting, too, that she creates something that just reacts with the hemoglobin or whatever. I don't know. But, like, they they start talking about blood science and stuff. And it's like, yeah, we don't really need all that, do we? Although I will say, they didn't go too far with it. No. They gave just enough. It was chef's kiss. Do you think that there was some kind of sexual tension with her and Blade? I mean, they didn't really push that. No. Um, I think there should have been more of that, honestly. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what sexiness. was missing from the movie. Ah, sexiness? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's no... I know you you like vampire stuff. I'm not as big of a vamp- vampire stuff. I'm not as yeah. She she likes vampire role play in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I do not. I uh, I like how that was. Your first reaction was shut up and not denial. But anyway, um, only with dice. So <laughs> I I'm not as into vampire stuff as you are. I mean, I'm like I liked this movie. I like some vampire stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're like into yeah, I love vampires. Stuff. They're like one of my favorite things. So you're certainly the more the expert on this than I am. But yeah, I I think traditionally there's some sexiness that goes along with vampires. These vampires weren't sexy. No, no. there was not. They were visceral. Like yes, they they were like monsters. Yeah, yet not scary. No, Donald Loge was not scary. Sorry. <laughs> I, with his arms keep keep getting cut off. No, he was funny. I think it's funny. So that actor Donald Loge, he uh, he got his jaw dislocated like a long time ago, and it can become dislocated apparently really easily. Mm-hmm. So that scene, the beginning scene where he gets fucking set on fire and everything, he's he was doing the the stunts and everything. And his jaw got dislocated, and they had to take him to the hospital to get it put back into place. But he had all the like the burn, like makeup and shit on him, like yeah. where he was burned alive and stuff. So they bring him to the hospital, and the doctor's like, "What happened to this man?" <laughs> <laughs> like horrified. It was pretty funny. You know what? I don't understand why the whole thing happened to begin with, other than to get this hematologist with Blade, because. Like, yeah, he's like, I followed you to the hospital to, you know, finish you off. Like, why did you let it get this far? If, yeah. you, if you had the intention of 
taking care of him, just do it. Exactly. He says, like, he's got him pinned to the wall, and he's like, tell Frost I mean it this time or whatever. And then, like, he's going to go kill him again. What What the fuck? Right? <laughs> he seems kind of like a sadist. Yeah. So I, that, I, that I'm not, that, yeah, I agree. That, that kind of threw me off a little bit. There were some things. I, my two favorite lines in this movie, though, mm-hmm. are, so he gives him the, that big, uh, like, gun or whatever. He's like, uh, he's like, it's, it's, uh. Still heavy. It's so heavy or whatever. And Chris Christopherson goes, but you're so big. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I don't know where the fuck this came from. I think I think this just came out of what I think this was an ad lib from Wesley Snipes because it makes no sense at all hmm. and doesn't really fit into the scene. But when he kills Frost or whatever, he's like, uh, "Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill." What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, I thought that was a weird line too. That's like bizarre. But I loved it. But it is weird. Oh, I'm sorry. You were saying weird lines you loved. I hate that line. <laughs> no, those were those were the two two yeah. lines that stuck out to me. I it's stupid, but like I don't know. There's something like it's supposed to be cool, like a, just a cool thing to say. I guess, but it's not. I mean, is it? It's better than like you know, uh, Lit Awesome's theme. You know, when he <laughs> like shoves the 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 steam pipe into that guy's chest yeah. in Commando. Um, but. It's weird. I don't know. It's just a weird line. But it's a good movie. It was a very good movie. Um, I'm trying to think what else I liked about the film. Or if there's anything I didn't like about the film. I wonder, um, a lot of times, what happens is with comic books, when a movie becomes popular or well-received, they start changing the comic books. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they'll start doing that. Well, it sounds like they need to make Blade cooler, so maybe they will. Right. Because he sounds like a big dork. <laughs> I wonder... I mean, Boy, what you doing there? I assume Whistler was also in the comic. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he was, like, my favorite character. Chris Christopherson. The, uh... He's a legendary actor. He's just, like, such a... I just don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Well, he's good at playing those kind of roles. Uh, but yeah, he was he was very good in the in the movie. Unfortunately, he gets killed. Yeah, that was pretty awful. That that was hard. That was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, I, I didn't like that either. Like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, of course, that's the kind of character that that does right get killed in in these types of movies. But it was yeah, it was sad. Well, he was dying anyway, so I mean, I guess it's like not. As sad, but... I thought she was just going to casually cure lung cancer, too. <laughs> that would have been cool. <laughs> but he was an old dude, and they shouldn't have beaten an old dude to a bloody pulp. What did you think about the giant fucking vampire? <gasps> I wanted to talk about that. What was up with that? That, that puddle that... of vampire. What, did they drink too much blood? How does a vampire get that fat? Yeah, I mean, that was like... I mean, that's more than morbidly obese. That's like... No, this was like that was body horror right there. That was that was 100%. messed up. And I thought it was supposed to be a girl. Yeah, because, because the they, name's Pearl. Pearl, but then I, I they kept referring to him as he. And it looked like they had boobs, but I guess you can't really tell. No, cause because they're so big, right? Um, and then they burnt Pearl. Oh yeah, with yeah. the UV light. That, that was, was not nice. I didn't like that. No, that's fat. That's fat. 
uh, phobia. <laughs> Fat shaming in the worst degree. Um, what I that's another thing I read in the Variety article. They did a, like a whole back the or back to the future behind the scenes uh, thing with uh, Steve Norrington, the director, and, and everything, and and David Goyer, the writer. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, they were going to have uh, that character Pearl eating babies. Oh. Just like, like literally just eating whole babies. Oh my god! Like that's how gluttonous, and that's how it got so. Like that's how he got so fat. Like and everything. Well, that that would make more sense. But ew. But they took that out. Well, good because nobody needs to see that. Thank you. The fuck. But yeah, that was that was that was that was body horror for sure. Wow. And I love how like <laughs> this the whole idea. There was a lot of uh, mythology in this movie that's only subtly touched upon. There's a vampire Bible. Yeah. And then a prophecy about this thing, and it's all weird. Well, see, the subtly touched on, that's what happens when they do these comic book movies, though, because they assume that everybody already knows everything because they assume the people watching the movie are the comic book fans. Mm-hmm. But we're not, so. But supposedly this blood god's going to come down. And, I mean, it does start to happen. Right. This blood god comes down and takes over and it's going to turn everybody into a vampire. They don't even have to, have to bite them. They just have to like touch them or be in their presence. They turn them into a vampire and everything. Whole world becomes vampires. But here's my question about this plan. Yeah. Who's the food source then? Exactly. That's stupid. What are you going to do? I mean, I guess maybe they'll eat animals like we do. I guess. I mean, what they should do is have at least like uh some humans put away like or whatever you know where they can feed on them right from time to time yeah yeah they were talking about blood banks and how they like they ran one blood bank in every town or something like that yeah that makes sense so maybe they did have some sort of plan there i i guess but i mean it was only frost like it's not like the other ones were in on it they they got sacrificed to bring the blood god back nobody else really wanted this but him yeah exactly and why yeah why did he want this because he was going to be the one, because he wanted to be in power. I guess. But... And Blade's blood is the the, the, key. the key to it. And they're like, so Blade, they can't get a hold of you. It's like, okay, I'm going to go right there. <laughs> you know what, though? Since he wanted this, right? And he's the one that turned Blade's mom. Maybe mm-hmm. that was part of the plan to begin with. Maybe he's been working on this for like Ooh. 30 years or whatever, you know? Wow. And then he got some, some fudge for his hair and... and sunscreen so he can fucking <laughs> walk around in the day oh he wants to be the day walker sorry man but uh, overall i enjoyed it quite a bit yeah it was definitely a good time um yeah it was a good a good film yeah but that is the episode carol it is so you can write us at late v 1994 awl.com do that Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. We have garlic there. <laughs> Share the tapes with your friends. Right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.